Good morning, wet shavers, coffee lovers, and podcast listeners everywhere. It's Bart with georgetune.com. It's time for another second cup. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, relax, put on your earbuds, adjust your speaker volume, and let's talk some wet shaving and a few other things in podcast form. In case you didn't know, Second Cup is a podcast that will give you some additional information that didn't make the Monday morning mailbag deadline. This might be something that is time sensitive. For instance, a sale that could be ending before the next 3MB airs or a piece of late-breaking information that viewers have passed along that is equally time-sensitive, or something else regarding the wet-shaving world that needs to be broadcast in a timely fashion. And we'll also have some time to chit-chat and discuss some other things like coffee, movies, streaming shows, books, that sort of thing. So thanks for tuning in to Second Cup, and I hope you subscribe to the podcast where you can also find episodes of the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. We'll get the show underway in just a moment. Thanks for joining me. Well, good morning again, and welcome to the March 13th, 2023 episode of Second Cup. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I have got Pete's coffee right here. This is a viewer favorite, Pete's, P-E-E-T, apostrophe S. I've got a bag of it right here, the dark roast, French roast. It really is terrific, and I'm enjoying it in my uh, bean-to-bean coffee mug, courtesy of viewer William Meredith. Thanks again, William. I appreciate it. Of course, I use the AeroPress. Rodney Ripplinger, thank you again for the AeroPress. I absolutely love that. I did make a pot of coffee this morning. Uh, with my coffee maker. And one of the things that sometimes happens is that coffee filter in the basket will kind of fold over and then the coffee grounds will run off the side and down into the pot. And when you're getting down to your last cup of coffee, uh, you get some of that coffee grounds (laughs) in the bottom of your mug. Ah, (laughs) you know what? You don't have that problem with the AeroPress, that's for sure. Uh, It's just a really nice Wonderful cup of coffee, and that filter just contains all the coffee grounds and just presses through that wonderful coffee flavor and goodness. Hang on one minute. Terrific, terrific cup of coffee. And again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Before we get to uh, today's show, I want to wish everyone an early happy St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day, of course, is uh, this Friday, March 17th. And uh, we got some great shave subs that we mentioned in the Monday Morning Mailbag. Twee from uh, Phoenix Shaving, uh, Enlightener Well also from Phoenix Shaving, uh, Sharp Dressed Man, all great, great Irish scents uh, for uh, St. Patrick's Day in the month of March. And of course, St. Patrick's Day is sort of, kind of an early marker for the beginning of spring, so to speak. And uh, when St. Patrick's Day rolls around, everyone's getting ready for spring with summer coming on. And I know uh, you're probably also thinking about uh, traveling this, uh, this spring and summer and maybe taking a weekend trip or a weekend getaway. Well, I, I wanted to mention a destination that my brother Tom and I visited uh, on a Saturday afternoon. 
Uh, this is like 15 minutes away from my home. I never realized this place was there. It's called Corner Field. Now, it's a terrific one-tank trip if you're in the Ohio area. And if you're going through Ohio, uh, really kind of put it in the back of your mind to stop and visit. It is kind of off the beaten path just a little bit, but it really is well worth the visit. Now, Corner Field is the largest family operating O-gauge model train layout in the United States. It is absolutely marvelous. I shot some uh, video footage of it, and I'll be uh, sharing that on an upcoming Monday morning mailbag. But they are located in uh, Middlefield, Ohio, 16720 Pioneer Road, Middlefield, Ohio, 44062. That is located in the Hunsburg Township area. Uh, and let me give you the phone number, 440-636-5162. Now, they are uh, open Sunday, 12 to 4, uh, Wednesday, 11 to 4, Thursday, 12 to 4, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 4. They are closed on Monday and Tuesday. The admission, adults, $10, seniors, $8, kids, 4 to 12, $5, and children under three get in for free. It really is a marvelous, marvelous model train railroad layout. It is huge. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. We went there, and I didn't realize this was in my backyard. We went there, and I was just like a kid in a candy store. Of course, I've always had a love of trains, uh, like a lot of kids growing up. You get a train set going around the uh, Christmas tree, that kind of thing. This really brought back a lot of memories. And the detail is just amazing. It's just not trains. There are working cities and buildings lit up and uh, flashing lights and fire engines coming in and out of garages and, and uh, you know firehouses. And it really is uh, an amazing, amazing layout. So uh, if you're ever in the Northeast Ohio area, uh, and uh, you're going through uh, uh, Middlefield, Ohio, uh, make a point to stop off and see Corner Field. I will have a link to them in the description below. And also, um, I guess their, uh, well, their email is cornerfield at cornerfieldmodelrailroadmuseumandhobby.com. They're also on Facebook, so I will uh, link to their Facebook page and get all those links there so you can kind of visit them online. They have an absolutely marvelous YouTube video that uh, shows the entire train layout and what you can look forward to when you visit them. And I will also link that below. So I just wanted to mention that. Uh, Cornerfield, uh, my brother Tom and I went there on a Saturday afternoon and it was just amazing. It was wonderful. And uh, hey, you know what? We're getting ready for St. Patrick's Day this Friday. Uh, again, happy St. Patrick's Day. As I say, kind of marks the beginning, the unofficial beginning of spring and travel season and that sort of thing. So if you're looking for a one-tank trip or if you're going through Ohio, Corner Field, the, again, the largest family operating O-gauge model train layout in the U.S. I'll be showing some of the video footage that I, uh, that I took of that um, in an upcoming Monday morning mailbag, but I wanted to mention that to you before we get the show underway here on Second Cup. Well, we've been talking about witch hazel uh, on the Monday morning mailbag, and uh, 
I have a comment here this morning that came in late, or I saw it late. It's from Jimmy V Photography regarding the use of witch hazel. And he writes, I like thick cold water washcloths. I have big washcloths to do the wipe off. Now, before I go any further, that's a really, really good tip, getting a nice thick washcloth and soaking it in cold water and then doing that for your final cold water rinse. That's really a great tip, Jimmy. Thanks very, very much. Uh, He continues, refreshing and gets any residual soap off. Then an alum block dipped in cold water. When that dries, splash and some Mysterium Serum. You know what? I love the Mysterium Serum uh, because it is fragrance-free. It has some great skin food ingredients, but I'll also mix a drop or two of an aftershave, spl- aftershave splash with that. And uh, <laughs> try saying that five times fast, right? Aftershave splash with a little bit of Mysterium Serum. And that gives me a, a, a fragrance balm of sorts. So I really like the Mysterium Serum a lot. I'll use that on my head after a shave and also on my face. So um, yeah, I like it a lot. But here's the point of his comment. I have the PAA Witch Hazel, but usually use it after face washes during the day. I find it a refreshing follow-up. Now, I had no idea which hazel can be used outside of a shave. I I always thought which hazel was just primarily for post-shave routines. I never thought to use it uh, in other other ways outside of, of having a shave. So uh, thanks very much for that, Jimmy. I really do appreciate it. Now, I just put it to the listeners out there. Are you using witch hazel uh, apart from your shave routine? Are you using it in the way Jimmy uses it, just spraying your face a little bit after you wash your face or after you come out of the shower or something like that. I really would be interested to to know that because, as I say, witch hazel is something that I am starting to incorporate into my shave routine. I've always considered it a post-shave ingredient. I've never considered it to be something to use outside of my uh, post-shave routine. So, Jimmy, thanks very, very much for that uh, comment, and I hope it uh, brings about a lot of discussion on this. Thanks again, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have a little more witch hazel talk this morning, but we also have a shave towel recommendation, and it comes from viewer Steve M. And he writes, I like a nice thick towel for post-shave. The TRC thick blue towel is really nice. I spray on a mist of witch hazel during my post-shave. Enjoy the weekend. Well, uh, thanks again, Steve, for uh, mentioning that you do spray a little bit of mist of uh, witch hazel for your post-shave. That's what I've been doing, uh, just uh, grabbing the PAA witch hazel with the uh, spray pump and just misting my face a little bit. I'm also trying to decide if I should rub it in with my hands a little bit or just let it sit on the face. Again, just let me know what your routine is out there if you're uh, if you're working in a little bit onto the face with your hands, or if you're just letting that mist sit on there and kind of soak in, I really would be interested. But the TRC Thick Blue Towel is a very nice towel. Now, this is the Razor Company, TRC, and they have the TRC Blue Premium Ultra Thick Microfiber Shave Towel. It's $16.99. It's got five-star reviews here. And as they write, Finish your morning shave with TRC's premium ultra-thick microfiber shave towels, now in TRC Blue. This microfiber towel is one of the thickest, softest, 
and most absorbent shave towels on the market. The densely packed, extra-long fibers of this heavy-duty blue microfiber towel make it a real pleasure to use while shaving. Get yours today. It is uh, 16 inches by 16 inches. It looks absolutely wonderful, and I want to pass this along to anyone out there looking for a shave towel. It really is terrific. I'll have a link to it, and we'll also talk about it on an upcoming Monday morning mailbag. Again, this comment was uh, noticed a little too late by me or came in a little too late uh, for me to place in this morning's Monday morning mailbag. We will put it in a Monday morning mailbag, but I did want to mention it uh, here on Second Cup because it is an absolutely beautiful-looking shave towel. And uh, uh, thanks very much to Steve M. for recommending it. So really do appreciate it. And thanks also, Steve, for mentioning uh, your use of Witch Hazel this morning. Really, really do appreciate it. Continuing our exploration of Witch Hazel, Al Spencer very, very kindly sent along a link to an article. And he wrote, Mark, interesting read. I'd be interested in your take on this. Now, he sent along an article from paulischoice.com, which is discussing the use of witch hazel. And the article is entitled, Is Witch Hazel Good for Skin? And it was written by a gentleman named Brian Barron. And it was last updated on March 25th, 2022. It's also been medically reviewed by Corey L. Hartman, M.D., a board-certified dermatologist. Now, the article asks and answers a lot of common questions that folks have about witch hazel, such as, what is witch hazel? What is witch hazel used for? Is witch hazel good for skin? Is there an alcohol-free witch hazel? Can witch hazel dry out skin? Those kinds of things. I'll link to the article so you can actually read this article. Now, in going over the article, uh, my conclusion is they're taking in a direction of, no, nah, it's not that great for your skin. I'm kind of reading in between the lines, and I think it could be a your mileage may vary type of scenario here, type of situation. I'll let you read the article. You can decide for yourself. But that's kind of my, that's kind of my take on it, my early take on it. I'll have to go into the article a little more in depth. But uh, as they write here, what is witch hazel used for? Witch hazel is commonly used as an astringent for skin due to its tannin content. Applied to skin, tannins have a constricting and drying effect. They compress proteins in skin, creating an invisible film that can, to a minor degree, temporarily degrease skin and minimize the look of enlarged pores. While that's good for the short term, the long-term effects of witch hazel usage is another story, and it doesn't have a happy ending. So you can kind of see what direction this article is going in. And as I say, I'm reading in between the lines, and I'm thinking, well, maybe this is not all that bad. However, I think that their conclusion is, nah, it's, it's not the greatest. You might want to use something else in place of witch hazel. Now, I'm going to leave it to the listener and the viewer out there. What do you think? Um, read the article and let me know. Send me an email, comment, and uh, let's have a discussion on this uh, because uh, uh, there's been a lot of research on this and you've got a board-certified dermatologist who's also reviewing this article. And um, I'm wondering if it's the same thing with, uh, say, eggs and coffee. Uh, 
if you recall, a number of years ago, eggs are bad. Don't eat eggs. Now eggs are wonderful. Eat, eat, eat as many eggs as you can. They're, they're great. And the same thing with coffee. They were saying, oh, my gosh, don't drink coffee with caffeine. That's terrible. Now they're saying, hey, you know what? Having a little bit of caffeine and some coffee every day, that's a really, really good thing. So things go back and forth. And I'm wondering if it might be the same case with witch hazel. I don't know. I'm just starting to incorporate it into my shaving routine. And uh, because of that, a lot of viewers are coming through with some great information and some great comments about witch hazel. And I think it's going to spur on a great, great discussion of it. And um, we might find the truth somewhere, <laughs> maybe somewhere in the middle. Uh, I'm not sure. Like they stay right here. Witch hazel benefits. Keeping a bottle of witch hazel around the house for occasional home remedy use for certain circumstances can make sense. Research has shown that witch hazel may reduce visible symptoms and skin discomfort from the following bug bites and stings, hemorrhoids, bruises, poison oak, and poison ivy. But they write here to sum up, witch hazel has its place albeit in limited uses explained above, but it's not the skincare solution it's often touted to be. So uh, you know what? Again, they go into a little more detail on this, and I'll let you read the article uh, where you can uh, make your own decision on this. And uh, I invite your comments and opinions on this. Really looking forward to it because, as I say, I have been using uh, witch hazel started to use Wish Hazel in my post-shave routine, and I like it. I like it a lot. I think it has some great skin benefits. I really, really do. Again, this might be this in the same thing with eggs and coffee. And you know what? An alum block was also in this category too, where folks were saying it's great, and other folks were saying, oh no, it's, it's bad. I use alum all the time, post-shave routine. I love it. It was a game changer for my shave routine. I'm beginning to think which hazel is going to be the same thing for me. But anyhow, I'll link to the article. Uh, give it a look. And my thanks to uh, viewer and listener Al Spencer for sending it along. Thank you very, very much, Al. Really, really do appreciate it. Viewer Joe Rouse uh, sent me a very, very kind email. Now, Joe was... Um, using Tabak in October because he recalled a Second Cup podcast where I said, hey, it's Tabak-tober, and he ordered some uh, Tabak. He ordered a Tabak shave stick in the uh, towel formula, and he used that and then went about ordering Tabak in puck form, and he got the non-tallow formulation, the new non-tallow uh, Tabak. And uh, I asked him that uh, when he gets a chance to use it, please uh, send along his thoughts on this new non-tallow formula that uh, Tabak is offering. And uh, he finally had a chance to uh, use it, and he put his thoughts down on paper and emailed me, and he wrote, Hi, Mark. I know this is long overdue, but I wanted to share my thoughts on the new formulation of Tabak. So first, just as a refresher... I ordered this puck in hopes of getting the old formulation, but I did not. I used the puck a couple of times and then set it aside for a couple of months while I used up some other shave soaps I had. I've come back to the Tabak again and am ready to offer my thoughts. I'll start by saying that my experience with the older formula of Tabak was very limited. I had a shave stick, which I only used a couple of times. I liked it, 
but I wound up piffing it to make some room in my shave den. First, this version of Tabak, just like the older formula, is a hard puck. It is a very thirsty soap. I'm not sure if this is something that changed with the new formula. Anyway, I found it needed a lot of water. On my first use, I didn't soak the puck and I found I had to go back and swirl my brush over it again to have enough lather for my third pass. The second time around, I put water on the soap and let it soak while I showered and I was able to get a much better lather. In my more recent uses, I have not only put water on the puck, but I have also loaded my brush over it for as much as two minutes. Now, some people may say that this is overkill, but I have hard water, and so it takes a little more effort to get any shave soap to lather. But that long load was absolutely worth it in the case of the Tabak. I got some of the best lather I ever had with any soap. The soap has some slickness to it on its own and gave a good level of protection. Again, since my experience with the older formula is limited, I can't say how the new compares to the old. I'll just say from my perspective, it was good. It didn't leave my face feeling dry afterwards. The scent is unchanged from the previous formulation. I don't mind it, although I do periodically get the grandma's purse scent that some people say they get with Tabak. Lastly, I lathered with both a synthetic brush and a bore brush. And I have to say the Tabak with a bore brush is awesome. I highly recommend it. As with anything in wet shaving, your mileage may vary, but I definitely intend to keep Tabak in my ever-growing rotation of shave soaps, and I encourage others to give it a try, particularly those who already have the older formula. I would be interested in hearing their take on how the two versions compare. Thanks, Joe Rouse. Joe, thank you very, very much for this. The first thing that is very, very telling to me is that you have hard water and this new formulation of Tabak lathers beautifully even though you have harder water. That is amazing. So I'm looking forward to getting the new formulation of Tabak just to see how it lathers with my water because I my water is kind of neutral. It's not really soft. It's not really hard. It's city water. It's good. I don't have any problem lathering shave soaps, but I'm expecting a great lather from the new formulation of Tabak. I'm glad to hear that the scent is unchanged because I love the Tabak scent. I love it. I think it's a classic barbershop scent. I've never heard it described as grandma's purse. Never, <laughs> I've never heard it described that way. That's a new one to me. But I like the scent of Tabak. And as far as using a bore brush, I'm curious to know if you needed to, uh, uh, when, you when you loaded your brush for the third pass, was that with the bore brush? Because I have characteristically found that regardless of the shave soap, more times than not, a bore brush needs a load for a third pass. That's just my observation. A synthetic brush, nah, I can just go ahead and, and uh, you know, load that brush uh, and do three passes. Now, I'm speaking in regards to a face lathering routine. When it comes to bowl lathering, you're just going to load your brush and then build that lather in a bowl and you'll have plenty for your shave for uh, three, four passes, whatever it is that you use. But uh, great, great comments and observations 
uh, regarding the new formulation of Tabak, Joe. I really, really do appreciate it. It makes me want to go out and get the uh, new formulation. Now, the last couple times I've purchased a refill puck of Tabak, I got the older formula. So I decided to wait a little while uh, because I'm thinking that they had a lot of stock that was left and the new formula hadn't gotten uh, to Amazon and they were getting rid of old stock before they started selling the new stock. So I think this next time around I place an order. I'll double check to make sure that it's the new non-tallow formula. Great to hear. I'm, I'm just so happy to hear that it lathers wonderfully well like that, especially with hard water. That's a great sign to me that anybody who gets the new formula of Tabak is going to have uh, an easy time making a lather. So uh, thanks again for the comments uh, and uh, sharing your experience with the new formula of Tabak, Joe. Yeah, I'm really interested in hearing other people's thoughts and experiences with the new formulation and how it compares with the old formula. I'm really looking forward to getting a puck of this and comparing the two myself. So Joe, thanks again very, very much. Really, really do appreciate it. Before we wrap up today's show, I want to recommend a movie to you. Seeing as how this Friday is St. Patrick's Day, here is a fantastic romantic adventure sweeping epic that also uh, has an Irish theme and background to it. It's called Far and Away. It stars Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. It was directed by Ron Howard. Again, it's a romantic adventure. It is sweeping. It is epic. It is really terrific. As they write on the back of the DVD, because I own the DVD right here, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman star in this critically acclaimed romantic adventure from director Ron Howard. This breathtaking epic opens on the west coast of Ireland, 1892. Joseph Donnelly, Tom Cruise, a poor tenant farmer, is determined to bring justice to an oppressive landlord. Instead, he finds himself accompanying the landlord's daughter, Shannon, Nicole Kidman, to America in a quest for land. Arriving in Boston, Joseph finds a place for them to live while proving a natural at bare-fisted boxing. But his triumph is short-lived as he and Shannon are thrown out into the bitter cold. It also involves the Oklahoma land rush. Again, it is just a marvelous movie. It really is terrific. It really transports you back to the 1890s, to Boston, to Ireland, uh, to the Oklahoma land rush. It really is a fantastic movie. It was a sleeper uh, in my uh, in my view. I, I put this in, and I didn't expect much from it, and I ended up loving this movie, so much so that I did purchase the DVD, and I really, really enjoy it. So if you're looking for a movie that will fit in well with your St. Patrick's Day celebration, check out Far and Away, starring Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, directed by Ron Howard. It's a uh, romantic adventure. It has a sweeping, epic feel to it. It really is a terrific, entertaining movie. And Tom Cruise gives an absolutely fantastic, fantastic performance. I really, really enjoyed this movie. It's definitely a favorite, especially this time of year, along with The Quiet Man, uh, another great movie to watch uh, right around the St. Patrick's Day holiday. Uh, so there's two for you, The Quiet Man and uh, Far and Away. Two great, great movies to enhance your St. Patrick's Day celebration. 
Check them both out. Far and Away, starring Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. And of course, The Quiet Man, starring John Wayne and Maureen O'Hara. And that wraps up another second cup. Thanks so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I sure hope you enjoyed today's show. If you did, please share, please subscribe, and pass it along to a fellow wet shaver or friend. My thanks to everyone who contributed to today's show. And I mean this sincerely. Without you, this microphone would be silent. If Second Cup or the Monday Morning Mailbag aren't showing up in your regular podcast feed, please drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. So again, thank you all very much. I look forward to getting together with you again on these podcast airwaves. Until then, enjoy the day, enjoy your shave, and enjoy that second cup. <laughs>